back for another beautiful, beautiful Monday. Great morning. Great morning. Hope y'all doing well. Had a great weekend. Yes, sir. All right, off the rails. They said look good. Just need two more people to let me know it's A1. We got a lot to talk about today, so I got to make sure we're good. We got to get it in. Mm-hmm. The man and man pod back. Oh, yeah, yeah I got to go cop that shirt, man. What's the site for that shirt? Sean Joint. Black Art. We're going to put it in the chat. Yes, sir. Appreciate y'all joining us, man. Another Monday. Uh, it's the man and man pod. Yours truly, Darius Butler. Got the other half of the pod, Antoine Bethay. What's good? What's good? You know, he a, he a business, man. He all, always on the move, shaking and moving. Y'all make thing happen. You know I mean, coach, coach just sent me a little, a little care package for the week of the drive. Let's see what you got in there. Let me see. See, we got okay. A little message about the draft. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. Shout out to okay. Got me a little journal. Hey, we gotta got need that. Oh, this, oh yeah, they got can't they have enough of those. Oh, the journal got the okay, okay, man. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, got a little, I mean, little, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean. Okay, with the next pick. Next pick, um, okay. I like yes, it. Yes, sir. All right, that's it. We good. Appreciate yeah. y'all. Yeah. Coach? Thought I had a little more in there, huh? <laughs> hey, coach. <laughs> coach, man, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I, and you, you probably on the road. When you get home, trust me, it'll be at your doorstep. Yeah. Yeah, sure, but yeah, done, man. man. How was your weekend? You no, know we go. You no, know we gonna talk about this draft. Weekend was good, man. Weekend was good. Um, you know, had a, uh my daughter's birthday this weekend. Madison turned eight. We had a nice little okay. party. Okay. A small little get together with the fam. Had a nice little pool day. Um, a lot going on in sports. Obviously, how was your weekend, man? Man, it was good, man. You know, Saturday, uh, Friday, black football for the little ones. Saturday, they first track meet. Uh, okay. So that was dope. That was dope. That was dope. Ran in the monsoon. But um Oh, it was that, raining? Man. man, it was raining bad. But they didn't call it. I was wishing and hoping they did, but they definitely did. But um kids, man, they held it down, man. Held it down. Yeah, that 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 track different, man. It's I mean, especially down here in South Florida. Ooh, that track be hot. It's all day of too. Yeah, you got to sit out there and have that tent. You got your chair, your umbrella set up. I know man, you got, got the A1, so you probably be out man. there with a cabana. <laughs> got the, uh, we got the chair, man. We got the chairs. Um, so we, so we was good. Had the cooler, had the, 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 the drinks, the, uh, the sandwiches, the, the fruit. So we, we was good money. Yeah, y'all was set up. Y'all had it right, man. So uh, what was your um you catching these sporting events this weekend? I know um probably the biggest one was that UFC, UFC two sixty one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was um that was the only thing I really caught. Um, okay, that was the the only thing I caught as far as on TV. Um, obviously that was a, a huge matchup. Um, me and Big Bro, man, we was able to catch that man, and man, it was a it was a a quick one. Hey, the, the, but the whole card though, the whole yeah. I, I feel like the the whole card was like you you UFC um they want they want some fans over no, uh, for sure. this this weekend for sure. Me me being one of them. I mean, I, I've kind of always been a casual, but I, I definitely probably check out everyone going forward because uh, even the Thug Rose knockout that mm-hmm. kick on. You saw everybody in the building. Uh, I was talking to Ty. Ty was in the building. Mm-hmm. Um, Chad Ocho, Brady, everybody was there. But uh, it, it was a dope, just a whole little dope setup. Obviously, the fights were great. Uh, Usman, man, I actually thought um, Jorge was going was going to hold it down and, and pull the upset. <laughs> why, 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 why did you think that? You know, I just be you know I just be trying to find a Bro. little finesse to make some money. I ain't yeah. think I ain't think, but that was the that was a big underdog. I said, you know, he was minus 
What plus two fifty? Yeah, whatever. Let me see. Yeah. You see that kick to the leg though. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I see that. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I I saw, and I I really watch like I try not to watch injuries like that. Yeah. You know, um, some of the worst ones I've the, the silver I saw silver when he did it when he was fighting. That was a big fight. Yeah. Um, uh, Eric Foster, one of your teammates. That oh my god, were you on the field when that happened? Yes, I was. Oh, yes, I was. God, was, yeah. That was that was that was rough. That was rough. Yeah, man. Those so those the Paul George, the Gordon Hayward, like you know, just seeing those things, especially as an athlete, when you know you got to go out there, and, you know, put yourself uh at in harm's way. Pretty much, that's something I I never really wanted to see. Like uh, Dax, I mean, but it's it's a part of the game. It's a part of sports. Obviously, it's a part of, part of UFC. But yeah, that's that shit was gruesome, boy. Yeah, that's that was ugly. That was ugly. That was ugly. So hopefully, you know, Franklin wishing for a speedy recovery. I think uh, I mean, obviously, you know, had good surgery. So uh, definitely, man, speedy recovery. Speedy recovery. Yeah, for sure. But they, uh, like I said, they want some. Uh, definitely want some fans over. They do a good job, even with the uh, the announcer reactions. And obviously, the, you see, I always when stuff like that going on, I'm always on Twitter, so you see the instant reactions and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that shit was crazy. Right now, right yeah, now. right now, exactly what happened. Exactly what everybody thinking. Yeah, I saw that sweat get knocked off. Ooh, that boy lost every beat. So I said, "Well, you know how hard you got to get hit for every beat of sweat from your neck up." Right now, UFC a boxer. You know what? While UFC was going on, it was a hell of a mat, a boxing match going on on ESPN. Uh, Diaz and um, it was a Mexican dude, Mexican and Puerto Rican. Yeah, they was going at it. Uh, Ooh, uh, going at it. Yeah, we was kind of we was going back and forth with that, but right now, but I, I know you, you, I know USC, you a, USC, USC, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm probably, I'm a casual with both. I, I watch the big fights, the big yeah. names, and both of them. But if I just had to watch one, probably UFC. I mean, I could definitely do without, you know, those gruesome injuries. But being that that's part of it, um, I, I would, if I had to watch one, I would definitely go UFC. What about you? I know you, were, you a boxing. Uh, you know, you've been a big boxing fan for a while. Um, so I'm, I'm, I, I, I've kind of been thinking about it. If I had to go big boxing match versus big UFC, um, at this point, I, I might, I might go UFC. It's, it's crazy to say, but I might go UFC. Yeah, I mean, you just don't know what's gonna happen. Somebody get knocked out. Somebody get choked out. So it's just, it's exciting, man. And it's just, it's a fight. And them cats, boy. I tell you what, I bump into Usman somewhere, you know, he bump into me or do, hey, I don't want, I don't want no problems, bro. None, none, I don't know. <laughs> and, that, and that's the crazy thing about it, because you just got regular blows on the street just training MMA, you know what I mean? So, mixed martial arts, so like you said, like, having them little conversations in the parking lot over a parking spot, you got to you gotta watch out, but yeah, you got it, man. When these little dudes choke you out, choke you out for sure, for yeah, sure, for man. sure. Three main events were definitely fire. Um, but yeah, speaking of um, speaking of fighting, did you get a chance to check out the Mortal Kombat movie yet? Nah, I seen you tweeting about how you was kind of upset about it. What you think? You 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 don't think it was? You gotta give it another go, or you I mean, just don't I, I, think it was a, a good production. I probably came into it with too high expectations. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I I mean I'm a Mortal Kombat fan. You know, I played it as a kid. Uh I played it as an adult, you know, within the last couple of years I played the game. Um the fighting scenes were, were good. The gore, you know, it was the Mortal Kombat gore that you expect. Yeah. The storyline was uh uh, the acting was okay. I, I just, it, the biggest thing for me is I'm a big, big Scorpion fan. Like, I'm a Scorpion guy. Yeah. And Scorpion storyline was trash to me. Like, Sub-Zero, Sub-Zero was dope. You know, yeah. Sub-Zero had a good storyline. Kano's character was dope. Mm-hmm. Kano was fun, you know. 
But uh, I, I needed, I needed Scorpion to be a lot more gangster in that movie. I needed Scorpion to be, but I, I don't want to ruin it for too many people. But oh, check it out! I wanted Raiden to be a little more, you know what I mean? But uh, as a big Mortal Kombat fan, I wouldn't. But it, it's real split though. Like on Twitter, I see yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, a lot say, of people I, love it. I've seen a lot of mixed reactions. I've seen a lot mm-hmm. of mixed reactions. So I've seen um, seen your reaction. Then I've seen a lot of people on Twitter just saying like, "Oh, like that was a big movie." Um, you know, uh, then I seen some people like, man, y'all could have done way better than that. So I definitely got to give it a look. Like you said, like I was a big Mortal Kombat fan growing up in arcade, um, doing whatever, whatever. But I definitely got to check it out to get my own opinion. Yeah, you definitely got to. And I'm going to watch it again because being by the super, because I thought most people would have the same thought. Like, oh, this shit was whatever. But a lot of people thought it was. Like I said, going into it, I didn't. I don't. I didn't expect the, you know, a great storyline, great acting. Mm-hmm. But you know, ah, uh, ah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. 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 But I would be, definitely gotta watch it. Watch it for yourself, man. Nah, definitely, definitely gotta tap into that. Yeah, man. man. It's, 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 on? It's, it's draft week. Draft week, man. Um, you know, I'll speaking be speaking the storylines. Been talking about it all probably the past past month or so. What's your um what you think is gonna be the biggest the biggest outcome in this year's draft or the most surprising? If I had to ask you what you think is gonna be the most surprising um out, outcome in the draft this weekend. Hmm. I mean for me, I will honestly be the most surprised if and I, I feel like everybody's been talking about Mac Jones going three for a while now. Justin Fields not being whatever, but if Mac Jones actually goes three after what the um and the reports come out that it's it's come down to Mac Jones and Trey Lance and who knows how real that report is, but that's what's been coming out. Yeah, if Mac Jones actually goes three, I'll still be surprised. That'll probably be the biggest surprise for me. I know it won't be a surprise for a lot of people, but I would still be shocked if he actually goes three. Um, so I, I'll go with that. Or if any, or if you know, Fields goes too, you know, who knows? The Jets could be hiding mm-hmm. their card this whole time. So, um, right. but yeah, and then now they're talking about the Patriots trading up possibly to get Justin Fields. And if the NFL allows that to happen, you know, Belichick deserves another five, five years of dominance before he leaves because they're able to land Justin Fields. The NFL deserves what's going to come with that. What yeah. about you? Yeah. Um. I think I am. Let me see. I think the most. I'm. This is what I'm. I'm interested in what the Panthers are going to do, right? So eight eight right now. Eight right. So uh, it's been a lot of talks as far as them trading down. Um, they've been getting a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of calls as far as Mm -hmm. that. So I'm. I'm interested in. Seeing what they're gonna do with that, um, Sam Donald, Teddy Bridgewater. I think it's a lot, a lot of things. I think it's gonna be some, 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 a lot of trades. Um, yeah, it's gonna be a lot of movement. A lot of movement come, come, come Thursday and come Friday. Well, they just just begin in general. So that's what I'm most excited to see, man. Just how these teams are gonna orchestrate their rosters um, during the draft. Yeah, I think. Now, before we move on. I was talking about it, I think, last week. I still think – so, obviously, the Eagles traded out of the sixth spot with the Dolphins jump back to 12. Uh, I think I think the Eagles – I think the Eagles are going to jump back up in the top 10 and take a quarterback. Think I think so? Yeah, I think, I think that's going to happen. I think that's going to happen. A lot of people are going to be shocked by it. But I'm going to put yeah. that on wax. I think that's going to happen. I think that and the answer the most interesting pick right now is five though. What are the what are the Bengals gonna do with five? They go better go they go chase, they go pits if he there. I say they they should go O line should be a question about it. Yeah, you gotta protect your you gotta protect your your franchise. You gotta protect your franchise, but then again, we've been talking about it. Like what is it? Like what do you do? Do you go best player or do you go need? Because I'm gonna go at five. If if pitch is there, that's gonna be a hard, a hard decision to make. Not to pick them. That's tough. 
because definitely so. <laughs> because, because because you know another way you could go about it, right? So you see Baltimore, um, Orlando Brown. They um, you know, they made they made the move where now he's in he's in KC, right? Yeah. So now they're in talks. Now with Baltimore has two first round picks, right? So you know they have they've been in talk with some offensive tackles. So if if you Cincinnati, could you make that move? You know, talk to some free agent old tackles, and you know, try to seal that position up, and then in the draft, you have five, go get you another playmaker. Oh yeah, or, or do you just go in the second round with a tackle? In the second round, yeah, because this we kind of, we was kind of doing some research. <clears throat> Uh, last week, and we're gonna give you our fan door, um, mm-hmm. our fan door stuff. But uh, it's a lot of it's an offensive linemen in this draft. So if you are the Bengals at five, why not get you a a, a playmaker where a young quarterback they can grow? You know what I mean? Yeah, especially especially at the um, at the tackle position. <clears throat> how many old tackles? How, how many old tackles did we say was in that top forty? All right, so um. Top 40, right? Offensive tackles, according to PFF, right? The ult- their ultimate, I'm on the ultimate PFF right now. So um, you got Sewell, he's number four on the big board. You got uh, Rashad Slater out of Northwestern, he's number 11 on their big board. Christian Derensaw out of VTech, 15. Yep. Uh, tackle out of USC, 21. Yep. Walker Little out of Stanford, 26. This is the overall big board. Uh, Tevin Jenkins out of OSU, 31. Dylan, Dylan something out of North Dakota uh, State, 32. Dylan Ron Dunn. Cosme out of Texas, 38. And then Alex Leatherwood out of Alabama, 40. So you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine tackles in the top 40. So you got nine tackles in the top 40. I think I'm having that conversation with my team. Like, look, we got this number five pick. I understand we need our quarterback upright. But we got a playmaker like Pitts at five. I really got to take a a real deep synopsis on that. Like, I might got to gotta take Pitts at five. <laughs> it's definitely a conversation. It's definitely a conversation. Again, you know, we got to figure out like where else, where else do the uh, the Bengals pick? You know, what I mean, what's their next pick after that uh, that first rounder? But it's definitely a conversation. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Now, um, now out. Let's talk about right, let's talk about these picks, right? Yeah. And the um, so fan according to FanDuel. They're over under for the total going total positions picked in the Look, first round. Y'all put y'all get your money right, man. Y'all rock A B D man. Ben. So, so uh, the bet the, the the bet with the best odds quarterbacks round one totals. So right now the over under is five and a half quarterbacks. So basically saying, over. yeah. So basically saying, will it be? Six or more quarterbacks drafted in the first round. Now, what we know is in the top three, they're going to be three quarterbacks off the board, one, two, and three. We know that. So in the next 29 picks, do we think it's going to be three more quarterbacks drafted? Will somebody jump up there and take, you know, maybe Kyle Trask, uh, Kelly Mine maybe late in the first, um, the guy to Stanford. I mean, I'm, if I'm you say you, I'm saying, and yeah. the odds right now is the over. The over is plus four sixty. I'm and the under is minus seven fifty. So it's a whoo minus seven fifty. I'm going with the over. I'm, I think I'm that's you. easy money. If I'm you were to bet a hundred bucks, you'll win four sixty. Like you said, the first three picks, we think the quarterbacks are going right. We know quarterbacks are going. So. Out of those 29 remaining picks, I'm going to put my money on that, that three three quarterbacks are going to go in those those last 29. Somebody going to jump up there. Yeah. yeah that with us. Yeah, but let's, let's go to another rook. We're going to do three of them. Let's go wide receivers. So wide receivers. 
The over under there is four and a half. <clears throat> the uh the money is on, you know, you will make the money on the under. So you, I, I obviously think at least four receivers gonna go in the first round. So I would say over. I mean the odds are minus 290. So you know, won't make much money there. Let me see. If you were to bet a hundred bucks. Yeah, you're only making 34 bucks. So, I mean, I think that's an easy one. Over. Yeah, Tight ends, one and a half. We know Pitts is going. Yeah, I'm going to go under. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm going to say under. And that's I'm once again, there. minus 650. Yeah, so. Running back. Uh, offensive lineman. Now, we just talked about. Okay, now, under six. The number there is six and a half. That's Money is, uh, yeah, plus 102. And then minus one thirty. So I mean, if you were to bet, I'm gonna go over on the um offensive line. You gonna say over? So you are gonna say seven or more going in the first round? Yeah, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go over with the offensive line. Now you bet a hundred bucks on the over, and you hit. You know, you're making. You're gonna win seventy six bucks with the minus one thirty odds. And these are all these odds. These over unders are according to FanDuel. So cornerbacks five and a half. Over is where the money. Oh, I can see five going. I, don't, I can't see six corners going in the first round. Yeah, I, um, under, under on the corners. But Vegas, boy, they know what they're doing with these numbers, boy. Vegas, they can't be on it. <laughs> safety. They can't be on it. Safety's point, point five. So basically, if one safety goes in the first round, You'll win. I think one safety's gonna go in the first round. You think? Yeah, I think one safety's gonna go. You bet a hundred bucks, you'll win forty-six. But I think one's gonna go in the first round. That's a tough one. That's I think one will go. Either the kid out of TCU, kid out of Washington, Molden, TCU, Trevon Morg, I think his name is uh, Morgan. Who else? UCF got to go. He may not go in the first though. Yeah, that's a tough one. I say one goes though. I say one goes. Take the old line, Grace and Pam. Andretti said five QBs going in the first year. Five, I think five for sure. It's just do, sure, you bet on, do you bet on that one more? I'm gonna I'm bet on that one more. Let's let's go running backs. I think um, I think it was running right. backs is point five. Point five. So I think I think one will go. You think one will go? I think one will go. I know you're not big on you know, drafting. I'm not big on taking quarterbacks yeah. in the first in the, round. I know you're not big on that, but you know, if I um, if you got a need, I think I think a team will get a running a quarterback. Uh, let me see. Let me check the odds on that one. Then we'll move on. But right now, quarter quarterbacks is the only one we get y'all. That's going. That's what. That's where the money money. And now you are you confident in, in that six quarterback going? That's on you. I'm confident how thirsty these teams are for a quarterback. And maybe it, it'll probably be Kyle Trash in the 32nd pick going to Tampa. Yeah, I'm 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 and I'll be sweating bullets the whole way through. If I if I gotta put my money on it, I'm gonna go six quarterbacks. We know we know three gonna go in the first three. And then um so like I said, 29 picks, you know, three quarterbacks and go. I like my odds there. Yeah, especially the weak quarterback draft. Well, that they're saying at least next year. Next year. Uh, yeah, so. yeah. So running backs, uh, like I said, 25, the over, you know, it's minus 270 odds. So if you bet a hundred bucks, you'll win 37 bucks. If you go under, if you bet the under, <clears throat> if you bet the under, you bet a hundred, you win two hundred. So um I mean, I, I don't, I don't like teams drafting the first round, but I wouldn't bet that. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Najee Harris sneaks up in the first. If somebody loves um, Etn out of Clemson, yeah. takes him in the first. Got some young dog in North Carolina. Yeah, but I mean, that kind of, yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't do it. But you know, who knows? Who knows? But before we move on, we got a very, 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 very important question. It goes back to what we we're talking about before these draft picks. Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter? Ooh. That's tough. I was a tech. I played Tekken. I played Mortal Kombat. I played Street Fighter. I, that's, My that's, kids got me playing Injustice. 
My daughters that, love Marvel and DC. That's, that's when I was in my, my video game bag right there. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Mortal Kombat. Again, I see two Street Fighters. We only get, I only see Street Fighter so far. I'm going to go Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat by a mile. Street Fighter. I love, I used to love the fatalities. Yeah. Yeah. The fatalities is different. I remember my uh my pops walked in one day we was playing that joint. He was like, yo, what the what, man, what are y'all? What is this? You see dudes get their spine ripped out, head torn off. I'm gonna go more combat. I'm gonna go more combat. It's a tough one. It's a tough one, but I might go street fighter. I'm gonna go street fighter. I'm gonna go street fighter. That Ryu, Ryu and Ken. How do get that Mortal Kombat was good though. Honda, Chun Li, Gyle, and Bison, and Bison. He was a cheat code back in the day. I used to do that. Um, that spin. I might or the Honda hand. I might need to uh, tap back into that Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter. Yeah, I'm. I'm the the left down, left right, right down, right, left left. Yeah, them, them codes. Back back forward. That get over. That get over here was. That finishing was a, yeah. So uh, I'm gonna go on Street Fighter though. That's a tough one. I go Street Fighter though. Gun the head. Mm-hmm. I go Street Fighter. What else we got, man? Y'all know I'm a, I'm about to start updating y'all on the uh, on the crypto space, right? That's that's you know that's my space. I love that shit. A B N. Yeah, I'm gonna nah, get. I just I just tapped in too. I tapped. Yeah. Into. Okay, my dogs in it. Yeah. I just tapped Here we go. Into. You know, I know, man. Shit, what we want to do? Uh, no, bro. Hey, playing video games. Nah, teach his own, baby. Facts, facts. <laughs> <laughs> what you do with your time is, you know, you know, what you do, man. But um, but yeah. So this crypto space. So obviously, uh, Bitcoin been on the dip for a couple weeks. But you know, when you zoom out, it's been up, you know, over like five five hundred percent on a year. Bitcoin. I've been in it since 2017, uh, when I was still in the locker room. Um, but uh, it's getting it's getting more more public adoption. JP Morgan's offering it to, to some clients now to have it in their funds. Trevor Lawrence, what did Trevor Lawrence do today? Trevor Lawrence, so he partnered with our uh, Black Folio, mm-hmm. and um let me read the exact thing. Partner with Black Blockfolio. That's a cryptocurrency investment app, and he took this whole signing bonus from you know the app and all crypto, and it's already up you know a decent amount since Friday when he signed the deal. Chiefs tight end Sean Culkin announced today that he's converting his entire NFL salary to Bitcoin. So, so uh, stop, pause, pause, pause right there. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's let's talk about this. How do you feel about? guys i understand that we're in a space where crypto is big but how do you feel if you was playing now would you be doing this for like your entire your entire um salary would you be converted absolutely not absolutely not i mean now it 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 so his for you know just to put it in context his salary i, I think it was like nine nine hundred something thousand mm-hmm. and um i think he's going into his fourth or fifth year um and he basically said you know he's he knew about it he started learning about it back in 2016 but wasn't comfortable investing in it yet now fast forward five years later he feels like you know it's a safe haven you know going forward so who knows maybe he's done well with his money up until this point Maybe don't have kids, you know. It depends on everybody' different situations. So, yeah, this situation that may definitely work for him. I I, w- I wouldn't have been cool with that for, for personally in 2017 when I really got um you know got introduced to it. And I w- I wouldn't even say I was that educated in it, but uh, the amount of money I put into it, it was just a, an amount of money I was comfortable losing essentially. You know, if it went to shit five years from from the from that date, I would have been okay with that. Not happy, right. but I'd be okay with that. Um, you know, if you can spend, let's say $10,000 on a nice vacation, that should probably be the same number that you should be cool, you know, investing in something like that point at that point. So, I mean, so that was my mindset with it. Obviously, you know, making a bunch of money at that time. Um, and it was just something I was like, you know what, 
I can see that being the future at some point. And once I kind of, you know, and the thing about Bitcoin is actually some Bitcoin, Ethereum, things along, along those lines, it's actually some base to it. When you start getting into the Dogecoin and some of the other shit that just has no, it's just kind of like one of those meme coins. Like, I don't really get into that. If I do, it's like a pump and dump, right? You get in there, you make some money, you get out. At my, you know, and this is not, I'm not giving y'all financial advice. This is entertainment purposes only. But just put that disclaimer out there. But um, that's that's how I, that's my thought process going to it. But I definitely see crypto being the future for sure. I mean, even now, I barely, I used to always be a cash guy. You know, I you keep a knot on you, just, you know, just old school. But now yeah. most people don't even really carry cash like that. Yeah, Honestly, I, I went to I a place, I went to a place to try to pay with cash probably four months ago. They wouldn't even take cash. They're like, oh, no, yeah. we haven't been taking cash for like since last May or some shit. I'm like, wow. So, yeah, I mean. I, I really, I know I don't, I don't really don't care, carry cash uh, yeah. around on me. You know, again, like you said, like I wasn't really um, huge in the crypto space, uh, but I definitely did. I tapped into it a little bit. I, I got into the Doge a little bit um, here recently. So, um, but I definitely think it does have a place in our future. It's definitely big. Um, you know, I just be sitting back and just watching some of the guys just, you know, maybe like I got asked, you know, as far as like the salary, converting your whole salary into to crypto. Um I think he was. Yep. Now he did half of his 13 million dollar salary in Bitcoin. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that boy, big bullet, but he's been, you know, he's a smart dude. He's been in it for, for a while. Um, so you know. To each his own, for sure. Um, I think, you know, do your own research and whatever you're comfortable doing with it, do it. If not, you know, sit back and watch. Um, but uh, as far as Dogecoin, you know, Elon Musk pumps it a lot. Um, you know, like the Wall Street bets community. Um, Mark Cuban, he's been taking payments. Uh, you can basically get into his arena and buy tickets and stuff like that with the Dogecoin. Uh, he's, he's, I forgot the number, but, uh, he's made, you know, took a lot of payments and he said he'll basically never, uh, liquidate it. Um, so it's interesting, but definitely crypto, uh, if you're not even interested in crypto, you know, do some research on blockchain technology, right? Blockchain is 1000% the future. Um, uh, and we had, we had, uh, Jacob Eisenberg from, uh, Top Shop NFTs. NBA Top Shot, he talked, you know, talked about it, kind of broke some things down to layman's terms and help you understand it more. So go back and check that episode out if you haven't. But, uh, you know, I just think it's always interesting to be informed and whether you want to get into it or not, that's cool. But, you know, being informed, you know, look back, you know, 20, 30 years from now, you'd be like, damn, I remember when they first started talking about that shit. You know what I mean? That's why I invested in it. I was like, you know what I'm yeah. putting in You don't want to be in that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I wish I would have did it. I wish I would have, you know. But uh, like I said, definitely do your research, do your own due diligence. Um, yeah. you know, get some knowledge. Yeah, man, inform me. So we're in the information age right now, man. So uh, it's no, it's no excuse to be ignorant. At least know what the hell, you know, know what's going what's on. What's going on? Yeah. Uh, man, what, what, what else? What else we got? <clears throat> um what else we talking about i know um last night and we uh some something baseball i want to baseball man i see you cush bitcoin to the moon i love the internet man you can't underestimate the internet either <laughs> bitcoin internet money but uh baseball so to my baseball last night our producer tone big baseball guy yes. went to college as a pitcher um, so he always, you know, gives us a lot of baseball information. But uh, Trevor Bauer came out, and I was talking about, uh, you know, it's a lot of old unwritten rules of baseball. We, I know it's, you know, baseball is kind of America's pastime, but I feel like it, it needs some some fresh, some fresh, fresh sport. Needs some new fans. Um, I think it needs to be a little faster pace. And he was talking about, um, you know, basically people hitting home runs and celebrating. And then getting up at bat, how pitchers go at him and throw pitches at him. Talk call it the pitcher soft. Uh, what's your what's your thoughts on that? You think basically you think the uh batters, the players should be able to show a little more emotion, a little more expression? No, for sure. <laughs> I mean, mm -hmm. that's I think that's what uh it's it's we're entertaining, right? You know, mm -hmm. entertaining folks, man. So we gotta we got to. I've always been a big advocate for that. You know, you know, 
all the hard work and throughout the week or whatever the case may be. So if you do get up there, you make a play regardless, um, regardless of the sport. So emotion. <laughs> that, that, that's how I feel, man. Yeah, and so it's just emotion. like, you know, even in um you know, in football, you know, somebody you know talk about how guys celebrate and how guys do hey keep them out the end zone. Hey, you know what I mean? That was that, that year uh Cam or a few years, you know, Cam was big on this celebration and doing the, the dab and the this and the that. Like you can get mad about it or you can stop them. You know what exactly. I mean? Uh, especially in baseball, when you get up there and the best in the world uh fail seven out of ten times. When I hit my home run, like I mean, let me do my best. You gonna you, you gonna you gonna know I hit my home run. Trust fact. me. That's that. a, that's a fact. But uh this is um Trevor's exact uh quote. He said, I um I like something about uh, I don't know what he's re responding to, but he said, I like it. I think the pitchers who react by throwing at people. I think it's pretty soft. If you give up a homer, the guy should celebrate it. I think it's important that the game moves in that direction and we stop throwing at people because they celebrated uh, having some success on the field. So he's talking about, um, you know, Tatis trolling the pitcher who said, I guess he was pitching with one eye or something like that. And that game was great last night, that Padres um, Dodgers game. So yeah, hopefully baseball moves in that direction. I know I play the uh, I play MLB the show. Re uh, Reggie got on uh, going on Twitter talking shit last night, so I'm gonna have to whoop him on there. I know he a big baseball guy. I didn't know he had a baseball rookie pitch. You seen that? Joke? What he got? A baseball rookie. So he got he in his coach's uniform, but he got a glove. Baseball. It's on Twitter. I've been retweeted again, but you know he's a big baseball guy. But I said, how the hell you do that? Nah, I ain't see that one. I missed out on mm -hmm. that one. Shout out yeah, my guy Weez. Shout out Weez, man. Long overdue. John Jay, the game is actually slowly turning more towards accepting MLB celebrating more. MLB players celebrating more. Long overdue. Big respect for Trevor Bauer. Yeah, I think he was, I think he was um, you know, spitting the truth. Yeah, it's a Part lot of unwritten uh, rules, man. Like I'm not, yeah. I'm not a, a huge, huge baseball fan, but like like you said, man, we talked about it before. It's a lot of unwritten rules in the game, man. So um I think eventually, man, they'll 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 move the other way. Gotta move with the times, man. And then speaking of that, so Mookie Betts, they put up his um, you know, he's one of the best baseball players in the league, if you're not familiar with him. Used to play for the um Red Sox. <laughs> Red Sox let him go because they didn't want to play the luxury tax on his deal. Oh, they thank you. Bro, this dude here, hold on. So he was on the list last night. So I just had to ask, I'm like, how the hell Red Sox let this dude get out of the building? Uh, so most war, I guess that's wins over wins responsible. Somebody let me know what war stands for in yeah. baseball. I don't know what but that uh, <laughs> per 162 games, he was on this list. So Babe Ruth was at 10.5, Mike Trout, 9.7, Rogers Hornsby. 9.1 Barry Bonds 8.8 .8. Mookie Betts 8.7 Ted Williams 8.6 Lou Garrett 8.5 Willie Mays 8.5 Ty Cobb 8.1 Okay so wins wins against replacement so wins above replacement so basically you're about nine games better when you got Mookie Betts in the team ten and a half games better with Babe Ruth play most of these guys on this list was nowhere near the league by the time I was born. So yeah, I don't I don't know how you let a guy like that out the building. Baseball got to do a better job though. Mike Trout, he's not a big enough star in my opinion. Um, he's basically LeBron James of baseball. He can walk into a damn subway and most people won't recognize him. So come on, uh, baseball, get with it, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, again, move your best, man. You don't let that guy to get out the building, man. You do whatever you got to do to keep him, keep him there. Especially in baseball, no salary cap at all costs. What yeah, I got to do? That, it, Brett. Mm -hmm. yeah, what I got to do? Yeah, man. We got what we got. About Fifteen more minutes left, man. Y'all drop some questions in the chat, man. Man, let's tap into this. Uh, we've been we've been talking about KD a lot. Um, KD back out there, him and mm -hmm. Kyrie. 
went crazy the other night. KD, 28, 28 minutes, 33 points. Then I think Kyrie Easy. dropped, what, drop had, he had like 32, 34 points. Yeah, Kyrie had 34. He he was, he was, oh my God. Any, any, uh, you know, participating, observing Ramadan. So he yeah. hadn't. So he dropped 34, and we talked about that in another episode. He dropped 34 in their heads and didn't eat or drink since uh sunrise. Woo! Salute, salute. Big that's salute. The, that's tough. Yeah, so he had 34, uh yeah, 34, 34, 12, and 6. Kyrie. Yeah, very impressive. In 35 minutes and like i said kd came off the bench 28 minutes um dropped 33 33 four 33 six and four so um i mean it's it, about they just gotta stay healthy man get healthy stay healthy i mean it, it'll be hard to beat them especially with james harden out there but that's easier said than done they've been banged up all year yeah yeah you know we always said what's your best ability Best ability is availability every yeah, day no of the question. week. No question. So we will yeah. see. But yeah, man. Take these two minutes and, and uh y'all hop in the chat, man. Ask some questions, man. Got 15 more minutes. Man, what we got? What we got for the coach, Matt, Mayor Ringer for the coach, Kyle Edge for bigger priority. Man, I'm gonna talk. I go tackle with the Colts, um, even though you know they made some moves in the, the off season. I'll definitely go tackle. Mark Marcus Clemens. I'm not. I'm not watching the uh, FCS playoffs. Jones good. That boy ride. Let's talk about the Knicks. The Knicks man, they looking good. RJ Barrett, they looking real good. Uh, um, what they what they rank in the East right now? But um, again, we've talked about it before. It's just a you know each each sports like this always good for certain teams to be good. And in the NBA, I think the Knicks is one of those teams. Like when you have the Knicks, that's good. Um, I would say the Celtics, the Lakers. <clears throat> we have those type of teams that are good, those legendary teams. I think they're just good for, for the league. So, Knicks, man, they, they they doing good. Oh, they fifth. They fifth, so. We're going to see what they're going to do in the offs, man. We're going to see what they're going to do in the offs, man. Knicks doing their thing. Yeah, man. The NBA, the NBA is better when the Knicks are good, man. Mm-hmm. Even though James Dolan been running that damn organization in the uh, ground. They actually had, um, they were talking about um, should should KD and Kyrie uh, regret going to going to Brooklyn instead of instead of the Knicks because of, I guess, the fan base, the market. What you think about that? Nah, I should regret it. They're in Brooklyn right now, and if they all, they all healthy, they might be some people favorites to win the chip, so. But your favorite? Some people. Nah, you already know who I'm rocking with. Rocking with the show? With the show. Sticking with him? With my man Brian and them. I'm rocking with him. Yes, All right. You know, Brian got to get back out there, man. Brian Brian get back out there. It's AD, AD. AD ain't it by itself. Brian better get back out there and get healthy. We're going to see. That first game back with AD, boy, that boy stunk it up. <laughs> I mean, um, he, he, you know, he rusty. Nah, yeah, I get but, it. But, but yeah, you know. You out there. You stunk it up. <laughs> you out there. You're out there. Yeah. KD rusty, too. Shit, he been out the lineup. Who is this? Did you already answer this one? Nah, that was Play uh, off the rails, Tone and Gems. Shout out to Off the Rails. If you could have played professionally any other sport other than the NFL, what sport would you have played knowing the layout of the career length and contracts that we see now? Basketball. 
Basketball? Yeah. I know a lot of people going to say uh, baseball, but shit, it would be basketball for me. Yeah, it's more, it's more. It's definitely more fun. I mean, yeah, I might be one of the people that say baseball. Yeah, nah, man, I get it. Yeah, I, mean, I, I might be one of the people to say, but talking about me personally, now maybe that may be different for everybody, but um, I guess if this is like my size and everything factored in, baseball for sure. Um, you know, because I feel like I'm a better athlete than most of the guys out there. And if I got that skill set and those reps, um, I feel like for sure baseball. I used to work out with these baseball guys in the offseason, man. And, you know, great athletes, but, like, man. Man, I wish somebody would put put a glove on his hand when I was six. <laughs> Look here. If you could tell me I'm one of the best, the top five basketball players in the world. But, nah, that ain't what he asked, though. Man, you asked if me you, If you could have played professionally. Now, you, you what? And you can, six you foot, six one? Put you six foot? So that's crit. How, how many? How many? That's what my coach told me. All right, you 5'10", 5'11". How many 5'10", 5'11", NBA players you know? NBA yeah. All-Stars, you know? And then tell me how many? Eleven cornerbacks, you know. So I like, hey, you got a point. If if, 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 if if I play, and you could, you would told me the AB with the lent and the contracts that that they have. Yeah, I'm, I'm, if yeah, if you're gonna be top five, that's a whole different conversation. Uh, we talking about us individually. Antoine Bethay, Darius Butler. That would have been be a top. I mean, eight, eight. I, I can see that. AI was I only six. AI was only six footer. I know. I could see, see me like a, I could see me like a top ten player all the time in the NBA. I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. I definitely you, could. You said you had laces before. I, maybe I need to get laces because I, I can't see that shit. Yeah, I can see that top ten all the time, especially how you be just putting anybody in uh, in the top five. Look at Tone though. <laughs> I told you you'd be a six foot Draymond. Though. That boy Draymond said he the best defender all time, and he just dropped all eighteen. Time. And he just dropped oh, 18, 18, 18 down the other the other night. Shit, yeah, y'all y'all laugh all y'all want to. Top five. I mean, I you know I'm a bit. I don't allow Draymond slander. I'm a bit. He's a yeah. championship. He's a championship teammate. I don't care what the what the I box score even. say. Yeah, I don't know how nah, that was funny. She's great mind in there getting max contract. Y'all can laugh all y'all want. Honey, <laughs> I would love to be a six foot Draymond Green with three hundred. <laughs> but, but top ten, top five. I can see that. Yeah, yeah, so you know yeah, yeah. Come on now. I can see top top ten outfielder. Top so, ten point guard. Man, what? Uh, so you floor, got a guard, Dan. You got the game. Floor general. CP3, Steph. Floor general. Uh, <laughs> Out there. I, hey, I, hey, hey. You betting on yourself, man. Y'all go get yeah. that book. So that's why I'm yeah. thinking. Yeah. Better yeah. yourself. Yeah. I already right. got mine. mine. Mine already pre ordered. I don't know how y'all live. Y'all hey, keep that shit over there. <laughs> <laughs> Who else we got, man? I feel like we don't answer this question a few times, and maybe it's a new new name. I so swaggy. It's good, swaggy. You know what I mean, um, um, Pat certain. Assistant. man to man. Yeah, he, Pat certain. I don't know yeah. who Pat certain is, but uh, if you're a man to man team, JC Horn all day, man to man, competitive, fiery, in your face. All day, but if you a man with complex schemes, um, I think Pat Sertain is a more polished, more well-rounded um, corner when it comes to man zone tackling. Uh, so I go Pat Sertain. So it depends on the scheme, just like most of these picks. Honestly, it depends on your scheme, coaches, and the players around you. Who you think? I will go Sertain. I think he's uh, at this point a more polished corner. And I, again, when you play in this position. Um, Obviously, you want to bring somebody in that's going to best fit your system. But at, I think at the corner position, you want to look at the whole the, the player. 
the whole mm-hmm. set. You know what I mean? Like you said, like of course, if you right now if the team is like, okay, what we do in our defense is a lot of man and man, maybe we're gonna go with this guy. But eventually it's gonna be some things that you're gonna have to implement in your defense where you have to play more than man to man or more than zone or whatever the case may be. So when when I'm thinking corner, I'm definitely looking for the more polished, the more skilled, uh, more skilled player than I think that certain. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <clears throat> Triple single, I don't know what that means. Zach. But uh Rodney Henry. What's up, Rod? What's my name? Rod, what up? So we we got, um, yeah, toughest dude to tackle or guard in your career. Oof. Man, toughest uh, dude. It the I would say this, it was a type of player that I hated right? So I always tell people like the Molly Jones Drew, um Darren Sproles. Darren Sproles. This name that I'm about to I'm about to call out, Travis Henry. Oh, I ain't playing against him. Travis Henry. <laughs> Travis, yo. Hitting Travis Henry was like hitting a, a brick wall, yo. Like I remember a game I hit Travis Henry, bro. It instantly got a headache. That's like, how Sean Green was. Yeah. When he was yeah. in New York, Sean Green. Yeah. Between it, he was coming downhill. But him and Tommy yeah. Jones? So those, like, those running backs, I was like five, five, nine, five, eight, like 230 pounds. I hated, hated tackling them type guys. Yeah. Yeah, man. Most memorable tone games. What's the most memorable loss or win that um you guys experienced? Uh, well, shit, you 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 don't have a Super Bowl loss in the win. I ain't gonna yeah. Those you, so, let you. so those are two. Yeah, most memorable win, and then the most memorable loss. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, that's that's you get to the height, you get to the pinnacle, and everybody, you know, it's only one team that come out on top. Everybody else, you know, you gotta pack up your shit in that that brown, that black bag, and this, you know, you're gonna be sad either going into the playoffs or final championship, you know, Super Bowl Sunday. I can't imagine that, but um onside kick ain't basket. <laughs> so my, I guess mine came in back. Let me think. No, nah, my most memorable win, I would say, came damn. I go, I go back college. College, we beat uh, like UCF, I think. Not UCF, USF, South Florida. It was like top 10. Okay. We, uh, this was the first time that um, the school had ever been ranked, UConn had ever been ranked. Um, so, you know, just being a part of putting the school on the map for football and then beating a top 10 opponent. Um, you know, in our stadium, we had to, we had to feel rushed. You know, that was when people had just started rushing the field, rushing the court. So rushing the car, that was a that was a yeah, you know I mean that was a that was a dope experience. Okay, so, uh, okay you I mean, and then most memorable loss was getting our ass whooped in um on championship Sunday, AFC championship, the flake gate. That was my most memorable loss. Because mm-hmm. you know, one game away from the Super Bowl, they had just beat uh Peyton in Denver, went on the road to beat Peyton and was going on the road to play Brady. And obviously coming into the game, you know, we you know. Factory first first drive, we went three and out. Bum bum bum. Three and out. And we had a muff on the punt return. It was all downhill from in that second half. So yeah, that'd be that'd be it for me. Yeah, yeah. Um that, that was a very this was a very, very that was memorable. Up there. Yeah. yeah, sure. That was I up personally there. didn't have a, yeah, I didn't have a great game that game. So but as I a still, team I still I still remember I had a, a real tackle that game. Dwayne Bowl caught a slip. Took that jump. And I tackled him on the um like the five yard line. We ended up holding them to a field goal. Oh shit, that was a game winner then, damn. That was a game winner yeah. tackle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We ended up holding to um ended up holding to a field goal. Yeah, so we, we needed we needed absolutely every play we could get to win that 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 game. So um, and that's what people don't, you know, people always look at the end of the game, last play, last drive. But as players, you always go back and be like, all right, you know, what did I do or what could I have done better? 
And that's why we always say you win as a team, you lose as a team. Because a lot of people may not, you know, when you think about the game, you're not going to remember, oh, A.B. made that game. Touchdown, saving the tackle at the five. But then when you look back at it, holding him to the field, that was a four, that's a four-point swing right there. Yeah. That's big time. <clears throat> but, yeah, that's a good question, though. Good question. Should we probably got time for one more, man. We up out of here. One more, man. Y'all get a man real quick. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, that's where the triple single came from. I remember that. But uh, Dre, hey, Dre just posted first triple double without points. You know what I mean? Dre, mine out here. So, yeah, so uh, Matthew with a question draft day special. Uh, the man to man won't be doing things, we'll be doing some things different, uh, individually. What's your what's plans you got for the uh, draft? It's coming Man, up. um, I'm being Cleveland for the draft. Um, I'm announcing the um, day two pick for the Colts, man. So, I'll, I'll be yes, out sir. there, I'll be out there. Um, so y'all, y'all tap in, man. You know, a lot of people, I got. Shoes and feel, man. Pat, Pat Magazine, man. You know, yeah. shut it down out there. I'm gonna let y'all know now. Don't be, don't be uh, expecting any of that from me. Uh, <laughs> you know, but, um, but yeah, that's what uh, that's why I'll be, I'll be in the for the drive this week. All right, so yeah, hey, make sure y'all tap in. AB gonna be announcing the coach pick. Uh, I will be in Cincinnati, so I won't be in Cleveland, I'll be in Cincinnati. Uh, at the PFF Studios, Pro Football Focus, um, on night one, Thursday night, I'll be hosting, uh, co-hosting um, the uh, their draft show. You know, it'll be it'll be live wherever they put it. It's also gonna be live streamed with Yahoo. So uh, it'll be me, uh, Chris Collinsworth, George, who's been in uh, some of our clubhouse rooms. Um, so it's gonna be fun, man. It's gonna be my first experience doing something like that. Uh, definitely gonna be fun, gonna be interesting, entertaining, and um, you know, PFF they do a lot of the analytics and, and data and all that when it comes to the game. And you know, I'm gonna be bringing the player perspective, uh, you know, to the platform, so it's definitely gonna be fun. Uh, probably the beginning of a lot of things that uh, I'll be doing with the PFF going forward. So, uh, it'd be, it'd be cool, man. Make sure y'all tap into that. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. That's good stuff. Good stuff, yeah. man. Y'all, man, y'all, even look out, man. Be buff, man. He gonna take over this, take yeah, over this man. thing, man. Shaking and moving, man. Betting on myself, man. Got to, got to, got to. We talked about this, man. Before we get up out of here, we talked about Julio possibly been on the move this year. We said potential big names. Um, so they've been taking calls. And listening at least, you know what I mean. You, you got to do that. Got to pick up the phone to listen. So you, you think true. anybody? You think they're gonna pull the trigger? I mean, it depends on what the uh, what the offer is. Um, again, I always said it. Once I seen Pete uh, Pete Manning um, get moved, <laughs> nobody is safe. So um, depending on what that uh, what that ask is or what that deal is, it's a potential, it's a possibility. And you remember they gave up. They gave up a lot. Um, they gave up a lot to get Julio in the first place. A whole lot. So um, if if they do move on from, they get a King's ransom in return. That'd be crazy, especially if they go and draft Kyle Pitts or Jamar Chase. I say to replace him at four. So um, that'd be definitely be interesting, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, we're gonna get up out of here, man. That grunt catch from the helicopters. That's tough. <laughs> Very impressive. So I'm gonna tell you a quick story. His finger right here. Uh Pat McAfee broke this finger in the pregame. I forgot what year it was, either 13. Whenever remember when we lost to the Rams, the Rams came and Tavon Austin had his best game ever. Oh, cutting across the field. Yeah, cutting across the field, bombed this. I think he ran a punt back. So right before that game, somebody got hurt. Special teams coach came up to me, hey, deep, I, mind you, I'd never caught punts before. Hey, we need you to go out and catch some punts pregame. We might need you today. So I'm like, shit, all right, I'll go catch a few. I'm going out there catching a few pack chicken bombs. And that shit came down, bam, broke my shit. So my shit ain't been the same since because I don't wear braces and like that for too long. But for Gronk to be able to catch that ball from 600 feet up. That was impressive. Very. <laughs> Very might look easy on that, you know what I mean? But 
a Guinness no. Guinness World Record. Guinness World Record, yeah. Guinness so, World um, Record. So yeah, man, we're taking the move, man. Appreciate y'all again, man. Tell y'all every time y'all jump here, we, we appreciate y'all. We got some things coming. I know we've been saying merch coming soon for a while, but but we hey, got it coming. We sure. should, hey, it's <laughs> it's a lot closer now. You know what I mean? Yeah, so um, yeah. we got to make sure, especially all the OGs in here, at least, man. I see all y'all names. Actually, I probably know y'all names by heart, damn near off the top, most of y'all. But uh, appreciate y'all, man. Keep rocking with us, man to man. We here, baby. We're gonna keep it going. Manscaped, you know what I mean? Can't know forget, you know, y'all going and cop, man. Take man care send all free shipping. Man to man, use the number and um, you know, keep hope alive with this draft this weekend. We won't be back Thursday, so we'll see y'all on Monday. But uh, hey, everybody out there, keep hope alive with your teams. For some of y'all, this is the only time tone, you know, Lions fans, this is the only time y'all can get excited. Yeah, get excited. Sorry. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, it is what it is, man. Appreciate y'all, man. We out of here. Peace.